You go to the open window. City fun like Baido. People smiling too. Quite the hullabaloo. Celebrating clean air, earth care, and the old as if it's new. And the new, you know, ideas that grow, replenish is, with, could be, wide blue melody, songs to save. Go to the window. Wave. Hey everyone, welcome back to Soul Scene. This is a Lucy Goosey episode in between semesters, where we're going to be playing Would You Rather. That was such a lovely poem, Aaron. Very Dr. Seuss. Thanks, I guess. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I feel like when I am not that artistically inspired, I'll just write some nonsense like that. And you always tend to like those smiley, silly, childhood rhymey nonsenses, which I guess is thematic for today's episode because I will hazard a guess that most people listening, if they're adults, probably haven't played Would You Rather earnestly in a long time. Yeah. However, you and I play Would You Rather all the time because of your tendencies. My tendencies. Your sugary tendencies. Yeah, I feel like for most people also Would You Rather is kind of an innocent, like, time passer. For us, it's a... De- what should I say for me? I thought <laughs> I'm usually the one who's driving it, but you're like my reluctant playmate. It's a desperate... Um, what would you say? Prayer. Mm. It's a prayer. Which is that anytime I'm hungry and it will look like it's potentially a few hours until we can get home to eat, I'll start playing this really gluttonous, like, kind of awful game with you or, like, thought experiment of... Oh, what kind of what kind of cake would you like right now? Yeah, would you go for a Would you go for a cheesecake or like a slice of pie? <laughs> like that makes me sound so bizarre. Yeah, but I I genuinely will do it once a day. Yeah, and we're not true. even talking. Okay, if you're like out of your house for hours on end, mm-hmm. but sometimes we'll be at home. You'll like finish dinner and be like, "Would you rather ice cream or would you rather <laughs> ice cream cake for dessert right now?" Yeah, I'll be like, "We have neither." So. That's true. <laughs> It's true. But also, um, something to mention with Would You Rather, in the spirit of Solocene, which is about designing the beautiful, sustainable, tactile future, I tried to make your questions, because we're each asking each other 10 or so today, one somewhat focus on structural, infrastructural, like big thematic topics that we can actually, will lend to a decent discussion, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And two, I tried to lean them more positive. Because you know the thing also with would you rather, there's the negative ones and there's the positive ones. And the negative ones are always like, would you rather be stung by a thousand bees or never see your parents again? Yeah, I mean, none of mine are negative, so yeah. it's good that we both took that route. I do have a couple. Okay. Not, there's no bee sting. Okay, good. Should we jump right into it? Let's go. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so I have more. I'll ask you the first one. There's a few that are like lightning rounds. There's a few that are more sink your teeth in the first one is would you rather newspapers or radio get really big again popular widespread i'll say newspapers i really like how portable they are radio is also obviously a great question however i think podcasts kind of fill that place and like even if radio never got big i would rather like podcasts get big in their place yeah because the thing with radios is that they're often littered with they're a bit harder to curate mm. and it's the same like newspapers are hard to curate but i like how 
they can be a community bulletin and a space for sharing knowledge in like smaller areas, whereas radio perhaps would cover a wider distance. Yeah, I like newspaper too. It's physical. You can hide behind it. You can wrap your fish in it. Real life fish or fish that you're eating dinner. And radio, while I think it's good because having more of a pop culture would probably be nice again, most people would still be listening with headphones in probably. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't actually solve that much, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Would you rather all the rail be high speed or all the rail be slow? All the rail in the solar scene, mm-hmm. which is a lot of rail. Quite a lot. Intercity and yeah. intracity. True. So, I suppose, are we counting metros in there? No, that's not rail. No. This is not really rail road. I guess high speed, from like a practical perspective. Mm -hmm. From an idiosyncratic personal perspective, it would be nice to take those slow rides through the Alps, Mm -hmm. like we do every year. Um, (laughs) And obviously to Hogwarts and back. Yeah. But quite practically, sometimes you should put your own tastes behind like transport for instance yeah i agree like i think slow rail over about an hour would be fine i mean under an hour but over an hour i feel like it would get pretty monotonous and like for example to get two provinces over in canada it takes a whole day on a train (laughs) and it's like 17 hours or something you're not allowed a sleeper car unless you have like three thousand dollars because high speed could mostly replace planes so yeah, I'll go for high speed. Yeah. Um, would you rather the solar scene feature handheld video game devices, like a DS or PSP, or personal robot assistance? Definitely what? handheld devices. You don't want, no, I don't mean like big robots. I mean cutesy, like R2-D2 type of thing. I don't Small like guy. those still. You know in Zelda how Link has his little companion, like a, a, yeah. a fairy? Like that. No. I don't think we need any companions. I mean, you didn't watch it yet, but I watched after Yang and that made me realize, I mean, in that movie, the personal assistant is like a humanoid. Yeah, I'm not talking about humanoid though. I know, but I still feel like like it looks like a funny funny little like, hello, mister. Is that your choice though? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So in my version of this whole scene, everyone has PSPs. Right. But in yours, they all have personal assistance yes but they're like cutesy they're not it's not like all oh, those questions about morality here okay would you rather linen or cotton go extinct I feel, this feels more like a quiz question it's a little bit you're testing my <laughs> kind of knowledge of the ecology ecological impact of or footprints of both these materials mm-hmm. there is a right answer <laughs> from what i know linen is better so I say cotton goes extinct. Yeah. Yeah, linen is better. It's better in almost every way. It's slightly more resistant to pests and things. It doesn't have to be. It can be woven in many different ways, just as cotton can. I do sweat, so I'll take the linen. Okay. Yeah, there you go. My next question. Would you rather restore attention spans to pre-screen levels on mass, or make everyone five points, kind of? Five points meaning... I realize there, are, there is no actual point system for kindness. So <laughs> not like the most kind person you know. Not like to that level, but slightly higher than average. That's interesting. Yeah, no. Because I feel like it would be a bit of a public service in both ways. Of course. Because people always talk about how hard it is 
to restore their attention spans, but I'm going to go with attention span because I think if we were more aware of our surroundings, more mindful, the kindness would come. And I think it's easier to become five points kinder than it is to restore your attention span because even the most well-meaning people struggle with their attention spans. But I feel like well-meaning people don't like struggle to get kind. It reminds me a little bit of that, you know, divergent. Mm-hmm. Remember at the end of the divergent books, you could do the quiz to determine which faction you'd be in. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, divergent, you can have your opinions on it as a young adult trilogy. <laughs> Certainly we do. But I mean, I always liked the, um, I think in that quiz or somewhere in the book, it's it, the author kind of specified like, it's a good personality quiz because it's basically a question of what do you think is the biggest problem in the world? Like, do you think it's cowardice? Do you think it's unintelligence? Do you think it's selfishness? Do you think it's, I don't remember the other two, any of the dishonesty. It's like that. So I feel like this is a question similar. Yeah, that is really similar. And yeah, I guess it's interesting that I didn't choose kindness, but as I said, I think mindfulness would increase kindness. Would you rather be able to see, like, this is a constant thing, like, you can do it for the rest of your life. Okay. Be able to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Whoa. 10 minutes immediately, I'm thinking, this benefits me. Mm-hmm. Like, that feels more like a selfish option. Yeah. 150 years feels more like a societal, that would be a magnificent option. So I guess I'll go 150 years. Also because I think 10 minutes gives you the that's so raven dilemma of if something goes wrong and I try to stop it, but mm-hmm. obviously I inadvertently end up causing it. Yeah. So it feels like a trick question. I'll go 150 years. Okay. No, I think both have their merits. Like, as you said, the 10 minutes is a bit more selfish. Like, kind of maybe you're sitting and you're like needing to decide between two different things. And you can like switch between them in your mind. Maybe it's a l- little bit less that's so raven. Oh, I was picturing it as more... Like I'll I'll know who's who's gonna come into the room. Yeah, that okay. too. Okay. My for you is: Would you rather governments, by like any government, has no corruption anymore, or no kind of financial involvement, monetary incentives, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. or would you rather local governments be twice as engaged and? healthy and democratic and powerful these are good questions thanks i'm gonna go with no corruption within governments again because i feel like the other one might follow a little bit yeah and it might not like it might just mean that the power structure seems the same but i think it would just benefit a lot of people because then the politicians could act in people's interest whereas now they really can't for the most part because of all the lobbyists and like their disconnection from reality I think if corruption went away, financial and otherwise, they would see the needs of the people, whereas right now they can't even really see what's needed or being called for. Yeah, it's a very fanciful question because it's basically remove an element of human nature. Would you rather, personally, just in your own life, give up the internet for the rest of your life or give up books for the rest of your life? Whoa. Whoa. Writerly Arnaud. Yeah, Writerly Arnaud is struggling with that because <laughs> I love books, as no. Yeah. But you can, I, even though we don't like it. You can read them on you, the internet. You can read them on the internet, especially the type that I like, Shakespeare, like classics. 
either for free. And the internet, it's like, what do you really need that for? I, th- I think that, like, to try and be a principled man, I would have to say, give up the internet. Yeah. Like, you have to say that, right? Do you? Yeah, I'll say give up the internet. Really? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I would also give up the internet. It's a difficult answer because I'm saying it deliberately because I know that's a good thing to say. Fancifully. Yeah, Not fancifully because I, I, I would do it, but I mean, I do it in a way that is, it's a striving. It's not why, because the the my monkey mind craves the internet more than it does books. But mm-hmm. I know what's healthier. So. Yeah, I agree, and I think like I would never want to give up books, but I've had lots of moments where I'm like, I want to give up the internet. Cool, that's a good. Point. So I was thinking that um, that might be a good moment to take a pause for the unofficial garments of the week that we're wearing. Bada 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 ba. Whoa! I didn't warn you about this. Well, I have an organism, so that's why I'm... That's why I said the unofficial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because what are we wearing, Aaron? Homemade shirts. Homemade shirts. So Aaron's shirt, for those watching on YouTube, is bright orange, and it has a hand-painted Porco Rosso plain crimson pig on it. Yeah. And then, you want to describe mine? Alicia's is a white shirt with hand-painted soot sprites and their little star-colored candy that I always forget the name of from... Spirited away. Yeah, because tonight we're going to see the boy in the heron, and we're both very excited. So the scene recommends yeah. the new Studio Ghibli film. It's going to be lit. <laughs> it's going to be lit. We're it's going to be that. lit. Yeah. Yeah, I just plugged those two people to go listen on YouTube because oh, yeah. I want to see well them. Mm-hmm. So is the podcast on YouTube. Yeah. Um, dude, can you do a theme for the organism? Because you reminded me. do, 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 do. The organism of the week is termites. Termites? Yes. I'm just remembering now that we used to draw them. I forgot to do that. That's okay. What's about termites? Well, I was thinking that to try and make this episode not just us sitting and shooting the breeze, as it were, playing a game, game, (laughs) we can kind of think of it as like a meta-solacene exercise about building or imagining structures, ideas, societies, whole worlds, small rooms, whatever, like all the type of the range of the whole spectrum of things that we like to conceptualize on Solacene. And obviously we imagine them very perfectly. But then I was thinking about termites. So what do they do? They eat through wood. They eat through like they're they're known for chewing through these structures, right? And also I was curious like why why are these why do they exist in the world? Because they just from our perspective, we just say pest. Mm-hmm. It's annoying to humans, and it doesn't seem to provide us any immediate benefit. We just say pest. And then along these lines, for the really curious, I was thinking about nematodes. Ooh, yes. From that one episode of SpongeBob where they ate through his, I think it's called Home Sweet Pineapple, when they ate through his pineapple. And I was like, are they real? Nematodes are real. They are. Do you no, know what they are? they are? Do you know about nematodes? I don't know too much about nematodes. Because so, SpongeBob uses them just as sea termites. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like these creepy parasitic worms. They're not, don't look them up. They're not like nice. <laughs> like they're kind of, they're kind of ugly. Um, but termites, some fun facts about termites. Um, in real life, so their use in ecosystems is they decompose dead, thinking, yeah. dead plant matter. So it's good for like recycling. But it's just about these, I guess, these ugly parts of 
what most people would consider really beautiful natural processes that we don't often appreciate. I was thinking that even in hypothetical conversations, it's nice to consider the roadblocks. You know what I mean? Like really appreciate the imperfections in a way. Because yeah, so sure. in, I think that's what differentiates us just from pure escapism. Mm. That we, there's a kind of, yeah, just a healthy respect for the termites. I like that. And this the, is an interesting... The conceptual word. termite too. Yeah, the conceptual termite. I feel like this is good going forward to reference. Yeah. When we're talking about building like the ideal mall, we can say... Exactly. Pest control in the ideal mall is going there, to still have to be there. There will be ideal termites. <laughs> yes. Um, so there's over 2,900 species of termites... They cause up to $50 billion of damage per year. Really? So that plays to the termites. And they have a total global biomass. Like if you weigh every single termite on Earth of around 440 million tons. Mm. For humans, it's 350 million tons. So like there's more termite mass than human mass on the planet, which is yeah. kind of crazy. I think that's the case with a lot of insects, but I always find it spectacular. Yeah, it doesn't make that much sense. The what queens can live up to 50 years. What? Yeah, the queen termite. I'm just like an insect living more than like three weeks is just beyond me. <laughs> oh, and my other fact about them. I don't think I wrote it down, but they don't they don't sleep. What? Yeah. At least the worker ones. They, they, how the queen's gotta sleep. Fifty years, you'd imagine she's taking a few naps. A few naps, but the, the worker ones they don't sleep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, since I have more than you I'll do three in a row just to put you on the spot. Okay. Would you rather have a bustling, real-life Solacene book club, because we tried it virtually before, didn't work that well for a multitude of reasons, or be able to speak to animals, which I feel like is the a really cliche would you rather option. Yeah, or be able to speak to animals. Because it's such a random, like, yeah. nah, speak to animals. Would you rather be able to... Those are very different. My instinct <laughs> is like, a Solazine book club. It's very selfish, but I just feel like it'd be really lovely. Definitely Why is it in person. Yeah, I guess it's not too selfish, but it's just like something that I wish existed and making it exist. Talking to animals is like fun, but I've never really had that desire. I think it would be sad. Yeah. Because even like your pet dog you think loves you is probably just going to be like, I'm really, I hate my life. Where's Alicia? Yeah. <laughs> it's nice stuff like that, even though you're right there, but the dog's just looking at your shin and doesn't recognize you. Yeah, he's like, oh, I miss her so much. <laughs> this is one of my negative ones would you rather have you know how people talk about like uploading the consciousness to a robot so you mm -hmm. kind of live forever so you don't die yeah would you rather have that be a widespread thing or a fertility crisis and only babies are made in labs <laughs> neither of them are nice right stuck yeah. by a thousand bees I guess uploading the consciousness just because oh I mean, I don't know much about either of those things, but I just feel like the miracle of life remaining natural as much as possible is good. It's not the miracle of death. No. Not the termite. Because the human would still be dying. The body. Yeah, which I feel like is more natural. Well, not that... Yeah, just because I feel like widespread, if babies all of a sudden were made in labs, it wouldn't be accessible widely. And it's like the end That's of life true. thing's also inaccessible, but it's like a bit more... Fair, I guess. I respect that answer. And then my next one, another negative. <laughs> Would you rather music cease to exist? Okay. Or all food be just gray microwave nutrition paste? Taste or uh, sound? That's a hard one. I'll say music stop existing. You'd rather that? 
Yeah. Okay. However, I do frequently say, since this is a get to know you episode, I just wish food was simpler. Like I could just you do say that upload it to my body because I mean I obviously have a bad relationship with food because my body doesn't like a lot of it. Right. So like I don't love eating that much, but I do enjoy being full. So I mean maybe I'll go back and say it's all great pace as long as we liked it. Yeah. If we didn't enjoy the experience, then I wouldn't because I already don't. I, I think I think we have to keep music. It's a tough one though because I mm. I I not to get too personal, but I think musical is a genuinely divine thing, and I feel like music is kind of like humans knocking on the door of heaven sometimes. Mm. Like when it's when it's good music, let's That's say true. it's subjective. And I do I would miss cooking because I like cooking food and I like yeah. flavors, and I also feel like you can bond over food and you can share it, you can break bread, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can do all that with music. So. Yeah. That's- would you rather sleep outside for a year or be vegetarian for a year? Tell me. Sleep outside. Sleep outside? In Montreal, in Alaska, wherever. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm the other answer, but I knew you're not. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't get hot like I do. Like, I would actually, I'd like that. Yeah. We'd have to live somewhere where I wouldn't get run over by... A moose. By a moose. But, yeah. yeah. Would you rather another habitable planet appears in the solar system, just pops up out of nowhere, has no influence on like orbits and doesn't mess anything up? Mm-hmm. It's just another planet that humans could easily colonize, not like Mars or something. Mm-hmm. Or our current planet Earth be restored to pre-industrial states of wildlife and health and carbon levels and all that kind of stuff. Well, those are very similar because it's like if either of those spontaneously happened, are uh patterns wouldn't change it wouldn't be like oh god's giving us a second chance kind of thing it's not like noah's ark i think people would just be like sweet like don't have to worry about this for yeah exactly it would just delay the thing right yeah um i'll go second planet just just for fun for fun and then we could kind of disperse a bit like there'd be less density true but that might benefit something what would you call it earth (laughs) two like a doctor who so creative (laughs) would you rather own a car or have to be driven everywhere no walking so why why wouldn't i want to just rather own the car just because of all the headaches it causes well you don't have to drive in it you just have to own it yeah so i'll choose that one okay i'll just keep it parked okay (laughs) it it was like it was just yeah yeah okay yeah um, do you remember when I was reading and telling you about reality shifting? Yes, I do recall. Do you want to describe it for the, for the reality shifting? From what I gather, is some kind of like manifestation technique, but it's like much further than just like normal manifestation of like repeating something. I guess it's, it's like a, it's a cross between that and con- kind of like a conscious lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming, yeah. So reality shifting is when you like focus on Draco Malfoy and like the Slytherin common room, and then you. Kind of daydream about it, I suppose. But it's it's the very, language they use is very like you are there. You are there. You yeah. feel as if you're there. Yeah. Like virtual reality with a helmet. So would you rather experience reality shifting or not? I guess if you could, would you? Probably not, to be honest. Like I feel like it would just like mess up my perception of reality. I already have very, very vivid dreams, which sometimes confuse me. Not in like a genuine confusion way but just like 
I'll wake up at like my alarm at 6 a.m. and then fall back asleep and dream that I got up and got ready. So it's like I have yeah. no urgency to get up and that I don't really mm-hmm. like that experience. Yeah. And I guess for people who maybe don't dream vividly, this might be appealing. But for someone who does dream vividly, it's not the most. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about this now, but you mentioned dreams. I I love dreams as well, even though I have a lot of nightmares. I've always been kind of I don't really mind if other people want to do it, but for myself, I've never been interested in the idea of lucid dreaming because I always like the spontaneity of like, well, what do you have to show me yeah. tonight? That kind of thing. And regarding the reality shifting, I feel like we can make an interesting contrast with this and the solar scene. In the solar scene, maybe this is why I mentioned the termites. Like in the solar scene, even though we're, we're disappearing kind of into this world for 45 minutes at a time every week, mm-hmm. there's termites there. You know what I mean? I think if you're reality shifting, it's going to be perfect. Mouth boys, your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And also kind of thematic because we're wearing the Studio Ghibli shirts. Yeah. And we're going to see a movie tonight. And we love like Kiki's Delivery Service, Boca Rosso, Totoro, all these really kind of idyllic, fantastical, animated experiences. Something I, I have like unexpressible appreciation for about those films or films in general is that they end is that they're only two hours mm-hmm. like that's that's the best thing about them yeah you wouldn't want it to be a permanent like or i wouldn't solacine doesn't want it to be a thing that you escape to for a long time or whenever you can mm-hmm. like it's the constraints that make it so valuable yeah yeah i agree and i feel like this kind of reality shifting would become very addicting exactly because it's like no matter how intentional you are with it i feel like it's always going to be so much more appealing than reality even in the ideal world when you're reading yeah how like how visualized do you make it i'm not a very visual reader like i can't really bring images to mind as it is like that's why i'm not really great at drawing without a reference Mm -hmm. like i can't picture things but i do get very highly immersed in things like very emotionally it's hard to describe without using like pictorial imagery but it's like I do feel like I'm there. And I suppose to an extent, it's more like recalling similar movies, like setting-wise. Or similar Im- images from... Yeah, and that helps me, like, visualize it. But I can't, like... I'm not creative the way you are. Like, I can't just read a, a high fantasy book and, like, picture like I'm there. Yeah. It'd be a version of, like, Star Wars or something. Would you rather learn to sew or learn to fix bikes? Well, that's actually a good question. Because you know fixed bikes is on my list. Yeah, I know. But I feel like you also would really benefit from learning to sew. I would because I wouldn't have to beg you for things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I would make, I would be so, I'll say it, dripped out. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it, should I? But I'll, I would be much cooler if I could sew my own clothes. One of these I will actually do. Is, like I will learn to fix bikes, even if it means I have to kill my current self to be reborn as... Um, a grease monkey so I guess I'll choose that because I I actually do want to do it so okay. I guess that makes sense but learning to sew would be cool but also since I have you around like if something were to happen to you or to us maybe uh, would you rather drop the B the S or the T from Soasin the beautiful sustainable or tactile from the slogan or or just from the ethos I guess yeah I thought about this recently I feel like you could drop beautiful because sustainable perhaps has it encompassed in it or vice versa. Sustainable is obviously the most clear because, but it might just be you and 
you and my perception of the word sustainable that makes me think beautiful and tactile are implicit in it but good point i would drop the beautiful yeah just because i think to a certain extent if things are sustainable and tactile there's probably an innate beauty to it even if it's like an ugly product or something mm-hmm. like that or an ugly place yeah. there's a kind of beauty to it yeah i agree but it was still a very aesthetic thing so we should keep that mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has a ring to it okay this is probably my favorite one would you rather wake up and know japanese or wake up and be in japan oh understand japanese the language yeah like be fluent definitely yeah <laughs> yes because then we wouldn't even have to go to the dubbed version <laughs> that's my first thought of the Ghibli movie but also if I woke up in new Japanese then tomorrow when I woke up I would be in Japan you'd be booking a ticket <laughs> yes well you'd just be moving there I guess then you can get a job yeah yeah okay that's fair yeah although being Japanese. in Japan would also be nice. pretty sweet would you rather work 12 hours a day on a screen like that be your office job yeah this is another negative if you couldn't tell <laughs> Or have an internet chip implanted in your brain. The the, the awful thing about these these negatives I've dreamt up is that I didn't really dream about them. They're very feasible options. Yeah. There are a lot of people. Would you work. rather work a full time job? It's not. That's why I didn't say nine to five. This is twelve hours a day. More because I think full time you'd probably take it because you don't like for solo scene, for instance. We we do a lot of screen yeah. Work. We do do a lot of screen work. twelve hours is a lot. I guess I'll go with the internet chip Oh, it doesn't rather. force you to use it. It's similar to owning the car. Yeah. You can pack the internet chip. But it's in you. It does feel like it's going to ruin my... Bezos yeah. put it in you. <laughs> as long as it doesn't like have super bad physical repercussions. Because I feel like being on a screen for 12 hours a day would also have physical repercussions. Would you rather, for free, both of these options are for free, Travel for a year or go back to university? Go back, like do a master's. Yeah, so like a two year, we'll say. Um, thinking about this one. I think, yeah, do a master's. Yeah. For sure. But I think you know that this has been on my, not that I'm going to go back to school, but like this has been the kind of thing that we've been talking about recently a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'll explain why it's a little bit personal. But I think that traveling for a year, let's say it was you and I, going seeing pyramids japan central america scandinavia like wherever mm-hmm. it would be amazing we'd see a lot of nature we'd hike we'd see some landmarks all these things but that's almost more of a comfort zone to me than doing a master's in like a small let's say faculty and mingling with other people who share my interests and working with people on a research paper or something like that i think yeah. i feel like that would be more beneficial no i socializing I agree because you're right. That's a good way of putting it. It's our comfort zone. Yeah. To just like be out on our own and like have like that's just kind of how we live our daily lives. It's just True. like striking out and exploring and these types of things. But yeah, sitting down and like forcing yourself to fixate on a topic for two years would be, I think, very beneficial to both. And, of us. and being surrounded by people. And, yeah. And that campus-like environment. That's why I really like. It. Yeah. And it's like obviously when you travel, you can meet people, but I feel like the types of connections you would make would not be the most beneficial in the long run. Yeah, they'd be a, a little bit more fleeting. And also, I just wouldn't trust myself to make any connections, even in a year, to be completely honest. Mm, no, that's fair. Um, would you rather have undertaken or been treated to your ideal solo scene education, let's say for the first uh, 15 years of your life, or be 
an apprentice now to anyone in history you get to choose i'm gonna go with having received a very ideal education probably would have involved some kinds of internships oh, and stuff always looking Okay, not even hacking it. I would just have rather <laughs> that because I feel like as someone who didn't, like you and I both in terms of like academic performance were never really challenged. We were just... Through grade school. Yeah. yeah sure. And into universe. <laughs> but it's just like it wasn't a challenge and then it created this apathy in me that took a couple years to get over of just like we were both always striving, striving, striving. Just like when you're striving for something that isn't that high above your level, it's like it didn't create a great mindset in terms of like then wanting to go on and grow a business. That's a good point. Or do anything. Yeah, or just all that. Like it, it kind of ruins your relationship. Yeah, and that's like something I very recently, like I'd say within the last few months, like mended is like my work ethic because it was always so easy to me that it, I didn't have to work. So I would have rather have that full like experience as a child the reason you asked this, I assume, is because I was recently asking about how do you think you can get an apprenticeship? Yeah, exactly. Because I think that would be super beneficial because I have no desire to go back to school for something like something like sewing, mm-hmm. which is kind of the most practical thing I could do right now as someone starting a clothing line. But it's just like, I, w- I think, technically speaking, it'd be better to do it one-on-one with someone. And from what I hear, going to school for things like that isn't actually that great. Like, you don't actually get the skills you're looking for. Um, I think if I was ever to go back to school, it would be something fun. Well, fun to me. Like, it would be, like, deep growth or... Something academic rather academic. than skill-based. Yeah. So, I have two left. Would you rather wear only blue or only brown for the rest of your life? Brown. Okay. That's what I thought. I think brown's my color. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, but I have to say it. Um, I have four left. I guess I'll rapid fire through, through through three of them. Would you rather live in 1980 or 2080? I'll go 2080 because I wouldn't really want to live through the 2000s again. Yeah, it's a little bit awkward about the aging. Yeah. But, but let's like say it was permanently. The 80s just seemed so unhinged for like kids yeah, that's good and point. adults alike probably. But I still think I'll go with 2080 just because I hopefully will figured some stuff out like i know it's within our lifetimes the optimist's answer yeah i mean we will live in 2080 yeah fingers crossed would you rather have the same number of current cars as there are right now mm-hmm. but they're all electric yeah or one third the number of current cars but they are combustion engines third the cars i think yeah, me too because even if i just don't like them i just want them out the way like get it out of my way because <laughs> if you have a third then you got emergency vehicles big transport trucks that kind mm-hmm. of thing but mostly you're smooth sailing yeah and then this one is a bit of a lightning round of three and one they're oh all they're all transportational like infrastructural would you okay. rather pogo sticks or zip lines zip lines okay blimps or human flights <laughs> not we grow wings but like my squirrel suit idea I'll go with fun. human flights that would be fun yeah, because blimps, you know, they have the explosion yeah, aspect. Yeah, they do. And then trams, like grounded trams or airborne ones on like, cable cars like ski lifts. If we already have zip lines, I'm going to go with trams. Yeah, that's good. Holistic answering. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess like trams and buses are basically the same thing, but they just have they're so much more kitschy. There's a little like bit more, more kitsch to them. Yeah. Blimps, I like the word. That's about it. Mm-hmm. 
they're very i feel like they would block out the sun yeah like i feel like it'd be fun if there were more things floating kind of within this yeah this atmospheric level or whatever and kiki's delivery service kind of is a treatise against blimps or as they say in that film or the localization dirigibles so yeah. i guess also is thematic would you rather run a farm or run a bookstore Oh, it's such a good question. Because you know, like being outside. Warn him thin. And this is probably my least favorite thing in Montreal is that even though it's a very green city, it's not a farm. It's not a farm. Farms smell. Mm-hmm. So, smell wise, let's do it in terms of the five senses. Okay. Bookstores have the smell. They do have the smell. Farms have the taste. Farms have the sounds. Yeah, a living alarm. True. Farms have the feel. Yeah. And bookstore have the sights. I think. The word. Because you get to read them. True. So that's three to two. So I guess I'll go for farm. That's not really a good way of going about it. Is it? I don't know. (laughs) It's a quick way for the episode. Yeah. And then my final one for you. Would you rather never have another idea? Because we're kind of an idea based episode. Yeah. Or never be able to act on, on an idea? Of your own. So you have ideas, but you can't do anything about them. I guess I ended on a negative, but I think it's kind of, in a way, positive. No, weird. I guess never have an idea, because then you could just kind of have a bliss-like yeah. experience. And, like, for instance, with sewing, right? Yeah. You would never be able to conceptualize, this would look nice. But I could But you could sew. You could follow a pattern. You could, like, I guess... I guess it doesn't actually work in practice. You know what I mean. No, I, I kind of get it. I'm going to go with no idea just because I feel like it would be beyond frustrating to never be able to act on your ideas. It would be frustrating. Uh, but then I guess in the same way, you could still like do things very practically. But I feel like even then, that might discount some of those things. They're ideas in a way. Yeah, don't try and untangle it because it, it probably doesn't hold up. You yeah. should think yeah, about the question. Never have an idea. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you go see the boy in the hair. And if you do, email us and we will talk to you about it because we'll have seen it by then. Yeah, we're also on all the podcast apps. Let's just say that. Um, Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Tell a friend. It's the holiday season. Give the gift of Solacine. Give us the gift. (laughs)